So we are looking at the miraculous and we are in part two of, of the miraculous. Part two of the miraculous. The opening segment has um, a question and that is do you have questions from last week? <laughs> so that's the question. The question is asking you a question. If you have a question or a couple of questions from last week. Last week we started this teaching. I mean, it was awesome and totally amazing. You know, and um, we, we explained a few things and we had a lot of interactions. But, you know, do we have any questions from last week, any question or questions from last week before we, yes sir, there's a, there's a hand there before we um, dive into what the Lord has for us today yeah, keep the hands up until you get a card please yes sir good evening church good evening um, last week we discussed um, speaking in tongues I was studying this week and I noticed that in the book of Acts when the subject of uh, tongues was talked about. There were, I noticed two types of to tongues. In the book of Acts, people from other tribes heard real known languages. And in Corinthians, Paul makes reference to the ecstatic speaking in tongues that only God understands. Right. So I noticed that in our churches now, we only see the second type and not the first type. I wondered whether you had any thoughts on that. Uh, no. We see the two. Okay, maybe I should say, personally... I'm speaking never... English now, and you're understanding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tongue. <laughs> you know, I mean, because that's what tongue is, basically. The people in Acts 2, they were hearing their language. We all are hearing English. How do you know that when we are preaching in English, some people are not hearing their um, local dialect? You don't know. I mean, there was, a, there was a, um, an instance with, um, I think it was Kenneth Egan, you know, one of his books I was reading, and he, he said that he was, he was preaching, and he felt led to speak in tongues, and he spoke in tongues for a while, and he continued preaching in his understanding in English. And at the end of the service, obviously people that are critical about tongue speaking, particularly during preaching. You know, I don't recommend it, except God is leading you to do it, you know. Um, during preaching, I mean, because people need to understand you. So, he said, obviously they must have criticized him, but he just flowed with the Holy Spirit. And at the end of service, there was a Jewish man that was not a believer, was very skeptical about all these Christians, you know, but it was um, following the Mosaic law. He said the man came to him and said to him that he spoke in conk Hebrew to him and told him about the saving knowledge of Jesus. And the man gave his life to Jesus. I mean, how God does his things is up to him. 
I'm, and there are different emphasis at different seasons anyway, and different dispensations anyway. So, yes, there are tongues of men, and there are heavenly tongues that only God understands. Are you clear, sir? It's fantastic. Thank you. Um, any other questions from last week before we delve in? Okay. Okay, an addition. Okay, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Um, there was, um, I'm, a, I'm a linguist, I enjoy languages. So we were in a fellowship and there was this guy looking 100% Igbo. And he was speaking in Kong, Ekiti, Yoruba. He was speaking in tongues. Wow. I was watching him. So I said, ah. but this guy is praying in tongues. He was speaking in Kong, Ekiti, Yoruba. All those high praises of God, oh. deep. I'd never seen the man before. So I went and met him after I said, um, aren't you Igbo? He said, yes. I said, what language were you praying in? He said, how does he know? He was speaking in tongues. Right? Absolutely. I was speaking plain, original, Kong, Ekiti. Okay, so I witnessed that myself. Then in one case, uh, this was in the 70s, I was going to church right. on a Sunday, and there was this man around Sabo, I was going to first square then, there was this man around Sabo who was raving mad. Absolutely raving mad. He was a very strong man. He would sit down, looking very wild. And as I was going, I packed him, and God said I should go back to him. Then I said, I'm late for church. Look at the time. He said, go back to that man. Stop being me. I'm late for church. You know, you should be punctual for church. You know that now. <laughs> so I told him you should punctual. So anyway, I went back. And then, he gave me just one word, and I called that word. And the man looked up. And I saw that it was his name. Uh. He now spoke to me in his language. Well, I couldn't understand his language. Uh. And God said, answer. I said, answer what? He said, answer. Uh. I immediately understood he wanted me to speak in tongues. And I spoke with him in tongues. He replied. So we started a conversation. Uh. Okay? We started a conversation. And then, he now said I should stop. He got into his bag, took out an exercise book, and wrote something in his language and put a question mark. Then I asked God, so what do I do now? He said, collect the barrow <laughs> from him. I collected the barrow. I replied in his language. In he said, is that true? I said, yes. I don't know what I wrote. All right, in so, any yeah. case, we, were, we spoke for quite some time. And let's leave it there. But the key thing was that I know I discussed with this man for 20 to 30 minutes in his language. In Finish. And you were late for church. <laughs> Absolutely. You know. So, just flow with the Lord. Okay. Thank you, sir. You know. Um, any other questions from last week? Oh, wow. One more and we, we go. <clears throat> I mean, isn't it refreshing to hear this kind of testimonies? Oh, let's just give God a big, 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 big clap. Yeah. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Um, I think I had an experience within the week. It borders on the gift of healing. So okay. someone, someone called me in the middle of the night. That was early hours of the morning. And was asking me to pray for healing. 
you know, it was something she needed that instantly. So I started praying and I killed him, you know, with faith and all of it. So uh, in the midst of the prayer, I was asking, is she getting any relief and, you know, um, things like that. And she kept screaming, I heard, I heard, I heard. So my question is, when it comes to healing, instant healing, what are the criteria that are, you know, necessary <laughs> for that? Or I, want, I would love you to throw a... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> every case is different. So, I mean, I, I just need to say that up front. Every case is different. Okay? Um, it's, 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 there are a lot of variables. Number one, the gifting of the person praying. You know, the truth is, we don't all have the same gifts, as we're going to see today. We don't all have the same gifts. There are some basic baseline that we can call upon as believers, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So there, you can call on that basically, but we all have different gifts. We all have different anointings, if you will. So that is one aspect. The other aspect could be this kind goeth not, but by <laughs> it may be that kind. It may be there are some kinds you need to dig deep. You know, um, the church in one of our churches in some location, which I won't mention, <laughs> they have a case right now that they are dealing with, and they are calling me, and you know, and I said to them. This kind, because the way I saw it, this one, I said to the pastor, this one, you have to step back and crack it. I'm not going to crack it for you. You have to step back and crack it. And, and he, 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 he was fired up, and he's doing that right now. Praise the name of the Lord. Everybody has to grow. Okay? So, yeah, some of those things are, are to stretch you and, you know, so there cannot be a single answer for every situation. Do you understand? Okay, so let's go on. Thank you for the, the questions. Um, we, we explained last week that the miraculous operates through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, the, gift of the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit plural, is the conduit through which the miraculous flow through. He gave gifts to men. So the gifts, the miraculous operates through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we, we explained that the gift of the Holy Spirit can be categorized into three. We talked about, some people call it the teaching gifts. Maybe we should call it the teaching gift. But again, teachers is part of it. So I changed to ministry gift. But serving is also ministry. So anyway, I hope you get what I mean. Ministry gifts and that, those references, we went through all that last week. And we talked about service gifts and those references we went through that last week. And we talked about sign gifts. And that's where we are going to 
pay more attention today. The sign gifts. The charisma, which is this interpretation of gifts. Gifts just means charisma, the spiritual endowment or miraculous faculty. So it is the enablement from above to do what you would ordinarily have been unable to do. So the testimony of Reverend Kole speaking with the man, I mean, it, there was no way he would have been able to repeat that even if he chooses to, if the Lord doesn't enable it. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, so we take our text from 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12, from verse 1 to 12. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. I mean, that just speaks volumes. Because concerning spiritual gifts, a lot of Christians are ignorant. Ignorant. And God is saying, concerning spiritual gifts, he doesn't want us to be ignorant. He doesn't want you to sit on the fence. He doesn't want you to be unsure. He doesn't want you to be oblivious of what the spiritual gift entails. Hmm. It says, you know that you were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. It says, wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God, is laying a foundation here, call it Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same, the same what? The same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit, rather, is given to every man to profit with all. In other words, is given to every man to profit the church, to profit the body, to profit everybody else. For one is given by the spirit. Everybody say, by the spirit. The word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. By the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts of healings in, in the Greek is, 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 is healings, gifts in plural and healings in plural is the gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, 
the interpretation of this diverse kind of tongues. But all this worketh for one purpose. That one and the self same spirit dividing to every man severally as he wills. As he will. Verse 12. For as the body is one and at many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the word of God is saying as we are different and many we are one body and the same way the body have different parts that functions in different ways and because of the way they have to function they are gifted or they are shaped in a particular way so also we are gifted and shaped in different ways so that when we come together the body is strong and powerful. Praise the name of the Lord. Not leaving ministry to be done by a superstar pastor. Or superstar pastors and superstar ministers and pastors. And we all else, we are spectators. Just watching the action. No. God is saying, you are a part of the action. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, you are a part of the action. You're part of the action. You're part of the action. In fact, our jobs as, as apostles, evangelists, prophets, pastors, and teachers is to equip the body for the work of the ministry. Who is supposed to do the work of the ministry? The body. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, but unfortunately, Pentecostals are referred to as a tongue-talking bunch. As though tongues is the only gift <laughs> that exists. I mean, the sign gifts alone, we've reeled out how many? Nine. In this passage. And obviously, if you go down, you see other service gifts and ministry gifts in there. But, we cannot function if we don't have knowledge. Ignorance is, 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 is a bad thing. And knowledge as a way of, of activating you in the spirit realm. Ignorance is darkness. Knowledge is light. So we, we look at the nine sign gifts of the Holy Spirit in three categories. In, 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 in classical Christianity and, and um, um, over time, they've categorized these gifts in three categories. Even though if you look at them, you may want to put one in another category as we're going to see um, soon. So the first category they tell us uh, is 
the revelational gifts. The first category is the revelational gifts. These gifts reveal something. These gifts reveal something. It reveals something. Out of those nine in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 12 that we read, which of them would you put as revelation? There's no time. I was going to go into all that. <laughs> you know, but I'm just going to give us so that we'll go. <clears throat> so they've categorized three as revelational gifts. The first is the word of wisdom. The second is the word of knowledge. The third is discerning of spirits. I'm going to explain them very quickly. I explained them last week, but I'll, I'll just summarize it again today. The word of wisdom is given to solve tricky situations, to, to bring Christians out of tricky situations. The word of wisdom is, is given to expose the mind of God in a particular situation that would otherwise not have been able to be solved. And we see a couple of examples in scriptures, even in the Old Testament. What Solomon did was actually, if you will, word of wisdom that came to him right there. When two women were fighting over one baby, word of wisdom came and he says, okay, you know what? Give me a sword. Let's cut the baby into two. And the mother was revealed. Praise the name of the Lord. Up until that time, there was no way you could have been able to. Now, particularly the gifts that reveal, they come through channels. All, all, all the different gifts of the Holy Spirit sometimes come through different channels. They come through different channels. I mean, and sometimes those channels are voice, it could be the voice of the Holy Spirit that will say, this is the way. This is what you should do. It could be a dream. It could be a vision. It could be an audible voice. It could be what is called an inner witness. It could be the scriptures. A word we just fire up. So, the gifts that reveal can come in different ways. It could be an open vision. It could be an inner impression real. It could be however God chooses. One of knowledge, on the other hand, is, is um, revealing like facts, like knowing this is happening now. That, is, that happened yesterday. That is going on at this time. You know, so it, knowing that you can never have known if the Holy Spirit does not reveal it to you. That's word of knowledge. And discernment of spirit, of course, 
is telling between the spirit of God and foul spirits. Even among foul spirits, what kind of spirit is operational? Is discernment of spirit. Again, gifts that reveal can come, can be delivered, let's use that word, in different ways. It could be delivered by the word of the voice of the Holy Spirit, impressions, open visions, dreams, um, audible voices, you know, that you can be able to discern. I will see together. Okay, number two is the category two, the second category is the power gift. The power gifts. The power gifts. And these are gifts that do. The gifts that do. The power gifts. Faith is categorized as a power gift. That's the first one there, faith. Then the gifts of healings. Walking of miracles. It's a power gift. The gifts that do. So I'll explain them again. One by one. Faith, the gift of faith is different from the, 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 the saving faith. It's different from the, the faith that saves us. You put your faith in Christ Jesus, you are saved. It's different from the faith that we need to walk with God. The gift of faith is a monumental amount of faith that's <laughs> monumental to us, obviously. I mean, God sees it as, I don't know. But to us, monumental. That makes you monumental because of the result it produces. It, it comes as it were. You have faith for something that is everybody else is like, how is this going to happen? And you're going to say, and you say, this is going to happen. You have faith and it happens. Boom. I mean, many of us can give examples in our lives where we've moved against the impossible just by faith. And God delivered that mountain, mountain to you. True or false? gift of faith. Have you noticed that you cannot put it in a, in a, in a um, cup and, 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 and put it in your cupboard and bring it out whenever you want? <laughs> Have you noticed that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. The gifts of healings. I got a lot of uh, queries, queries by SMSs last week about, oh, pastor, what's the What's the gift of healings? Healings? What are the healings? You know, what does it mean? And so, I explain it again. Oh, yeah. Gifts of healings means that in that category, there are gifts. You know, the same way you can have a fruit, and that fruit can have different compartments. You know, like orange. If you cut the orange open, you can have different compartments. In fact, if you peel the orange, you can remove one. What are those things called? Um, the, 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 just that one orange and give one child. And remove another one and give another person. And remove another one and give another person. They will all be eating the orange, but they are eating the different parts of the orange. So the gifts of healings, they are different emphases. You know, so people that have the gifts of healings, some people, they are the gifts, the, the, the emphasis, 
the operation. You see, the Lord that does the operation, right? We read it. The operation in their lives, for some people, the, the emphasis is on internal organs. <laughs> Blood-related issues, brain-related issues, heart-related issues, kidney, womb, internal organs. For some people, it's structural organs, bone-related issues. And on and on and on. So, you notice that maybe some people, are, have, they, their gifts, healing gifts manifest mostly cripple walking. <laughs> you know? If pregnant woman goes, nothing will happen. You know? But cripple will work. You know? So, there are different gifts of healings. Then, working of miracles. You see, it's it, it, kind of intersects, but it's different. Because the working of miracles, many times, the people that have the... A lot of those gifts work together, again. But a lot of people that have the working of miracles, they have unusual faith, and they carry out unusual things. For instance, there was, there was this um, man of God that operates in the working of miracles, and how he does his zone is just very interesting. You know, a woman has... Um, 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 Stomach issues, maybe fibroid issues. And he goes there and gives her a punch. As a big punch. And the woman falls down. <laughs> and she gets up healed. Totally clean. Fresh womb. How do you explain that? <laughs> okay. Let any man come. Let me just punch you. Let's <laughs> see, see what God can do. <laughs> You don't believe in my punch. <laughs> so the point, so working of miracles, obviously we explained last week, is evangelists. People that, have, that are called to be evangelists. We said the different um, offices will have the different gifts that are um, prominent to, for them to function in those offices, you know. We, we talked about the, the apostle. The apostles need certain gifts to function. The um, evangelists, same thing. The prophets, same thing. The pastors, same thing. The teachers, same thing. They all need different gifts to function. Okay, so category three <clears throat> is what has been called the utterance gift. The utterance gift. The utterance gift. And in that category, I hope you are writing. In that category, we have the gift of prophecy, diverse kind of of tongues, interpretation of tongues. Now, again, if I were categorizing this, I would put the gift of prophecy in two categories. I put it in utterance and in revelational, you know. 
Um, but the people that did this thing, you know, because like I said last week, many times we build a doctrine around our ignorance. You know, a lot of them, the way they explain the gift of prophecy, they explain only a part of the gift of prophecy, and that is foretelling. Which is proclamation of the, of the word, of the, of, of the word. That's a part of, of it. But there is a revelational part of the gift of prophecy, which is foretelling. Again, because a lot of those guys as scholars, they don't experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they, they've not seen prophecy work, neither have they functioned in prophecy. They ignore conveniently foretelling and focus heavily on foretelling. So when they are categorizing this, they would conveniently put prophecy in all trans gifts. Do you understand? Cool. Then diverse kind of tongues. Again, we explained last week, it's different from the gift of other tongues, you know, and interpretation of tongues is goes with diverse kinds of tongues. Any questions halfway before we jump into the next segment? If you have a question, can you raise your hand? Okay, there's a hand there. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sir, I don't know whether to say the question I'm asking is under whichever those gifts you've mentioned. Okay. But it's got to do with uh, this uh, phrase, quote-unquote, the will of God. Um, I got chatted on the internet with a friend who is somewhere abroad and I told him about my new faith and how it has been and the rest. I got talking and said to him, my case of preference, I have decided to job to item marriage. And he was telling me, is it the will of God? I said, what do you mean by will of God? I saw what thing I like, and I went for it. <laughs> what is this thing, will of God? <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Okay. So you see the girl where you like, and you go for her. So waiting be will of God inside that matter. Kill a modemo. As they say. I mean, you are growing your faith. So as you, as you mature, you, you get to understand a few things. But let me just say this. Yes, I mean, that may be the right person for you. Sometimes, you know, the way God works with us, he works with us where we are. Do you understand? So, yeah, you see what you like. But pray first. Then go for that. It may be fine. But what your friend was saying is that there's divine guidance. And since we have the privilege of divine guidance, we should um, make use of it. So, you're a child of God. You have heard this teaching. The Holy Spirit can speak to you. So, um, you may want to take it one step further. That, okay, God, talk to me about this person I want to get married to. 
and hear what he has to say. Then let us know what God has told you. Praise the Lord. However, I will say that we shouldn't sit down expecting thunder to strike before we make decisions. We shouldn't say, oh, Lord, send an angel. Send, um, uh, you know, we, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Don't be hasty. <clears throat> Ensure that you, you have thoroughly considered your father's position on the matter. And to the best of your knowledge, you are moving in that direction. Then you take, you pull the trigger. Don't go there and be playing Ludo. <laughs> you know what you know I mean by that? I had a, a spiritual son. I came to me, he was crying. That, well, yeah, I was crying. There was this girl he wanted to marry. And I've known both of them. And they are, I mean, they like each other. And so I'm like, so what's the problem? He says that the girl is agreed to marry some other guy. Ah. I'm like, how? I'm like, but you see this girl almost every day. He said, yes. I said, so when, when, you, when you see her, what do you do? He says, we play Ludo. <laughs> I said, you are playing Ludo. Then the other guy came, and the girl actually liked him. So the girl was like, she waited and waited and waited. And this guy would not talk. Double six. <laughs> she finally, finally went for the other guy. But because she's a woman of integrity, she has given her word. Praise the Lord. So I asked the guy, who is your father? He says, you. I said, me. Uncle <laughs> Rebecca. No, 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 no. Don't play Ludo. <clears throat> okay, how we going? <laughs> yeah. So the, the, a, few, a few pointers and, guide, and guidelines as we go um, to this teaching. The Holy Spirit decides their distribution, and that is clear from scripture, and appointment. Now, those scriptures that are there, it is homework for you. Go and check those scriptures out when you get home. Go and dig into them. Read them. Does it collaborate with what I have said? Check it for yourself. The Holy Spirit decides their distribution and appointment. Of the gifts. Next, every individual has his or her allotted endowment. Nobody here is empty. Even every child in this place is gifted. Praise the name of the Lord. Pastor, I am gifted. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Next. The gifts of the Holy Spirit will always uplift the Lordship of Jesus. As we, as we said, no one speaking by the Holy Ghost will call Jesus accursed. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, they will always uplift the Lordship of Jesus. Always. 
So the world there is lordship. The scripture there, you know already, 1 Corinthians 12. Some people may have more than one gift. Some people may have more than one gift. And we see that in those scriptures. Some people may have more than one gift. Why is that so difficult to put on? In any local church, it's, it is possible that there will be several people with the same gifts. In any local church, it is possible there are several people with the same gift, of course. In God's favorite house, there are people with different, like people are gifted in this church. One of wisdom, one of knowledge, a lot of prophets and prophetesses. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, and on and on and on. Glory be to God. And it is possible to receive gifts in addition to those one has. It's possible to receive gifts in addition to the ones you have already. Can you grow in gifts? Yes. God says you should covet earnestly and ask for a particular gift if you want. It's up to him to give you, but it means you can get it. Jesus says that one, the one servant that has five talents, that is faithful. Usually people that are using their gifts, tend to have more and more and more. People that are bearing their gifts tend to have less and less and less. Praise the name of the Lord. See that in 1 Corinthians 14 and the uh, Matthew when Jesus gave the parable of the talent. The next, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not intended for individual personal use. The gift, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not intended for individual personal use. In fact, they are meaningless if they are not exercised towards others. It is to profit with all. It is to benefit the body. Some people, when you want the gift, it says, says to God, oh God, I want to, I want to be seen vision. I want to be seen vision. I say, for what? So that I can be seen people when they come to my house. <laughs> How can that be a reason? You know, obviously, <laughs> when, when a pipe is carrying water, the pipe cannot be dry. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see, the purpose is to bless God's church, God's people, is to bless your sister, your brother, your fellowship, is to, is to be, give an accurate word in in your life group, you know, I mean, Bible study, you open the scriptures, you open your mouth, somebody has direction. Praise the Lord. So you check those scriptures when you, when you get home. <laughs> I was like, a friend of mine, 
in in college, university. Yeah, it's college, uh, but university for us. Um, said that he wanted. Was how did he put it? Deliverance minister gifts. I didn't know. I didn't even know. There's nothing like that. Is, is there anything like deliverance minister gift? You know, but he wanted that. He want to be. I'm like, oh, why? You know, since that, ah. <laughs> so the person is married, you know. Since before he marries any girl, we conduct deliverance. And so you want to give so that you can conduct deliverance of the person you are married. <laughs> I mean, it's for your own consumption. God, no tree eats his own fruits. Praise the name of the Lord. So you, that's it. I, I can't even give you that. You take it so that you can. Conduct deliverance for the person you are going to marry. So that you don't marry Obunge. Say, Professor, isn't that important? Isn't that important? What if a man marries Obunge? Don't you know the answer to that? And this sign shall follow them that, that believe. In my name they will cast out. So you go and deliver the Obunge. This is my pastor. Ah, she's Obunge. We have to go at separate ways. Nope. Conduct deliverance. <laughs> okay, let me go on. They are <clears throat> for edification and they are not for display. They are for edification and not for display. They are for edification. They are for building up. They are for building up. Some people are so self-centered. You know, and they always want to take glory. Oh, I prayed for this person. Ah, come and see prayer, Pastor. Me too, I'll be looking. Eh? You prayed. Ah, how did that go? Ah, I call fire. Fire from heaven. I say, eh? you must be anointed. Ah, Pastor, go easy. <laughs> People, it's funny. People actually come to my office to tell me that. I just, I just want to let you know that person has one problem. They told me. Just one prayer. I said, eh? I said, ah, it was Jesus is Lord. I said, they, they, they Christianized it. They said, ah, glory be to God. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not glory be to God. Glory be to you. Glory be to you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> But I don't say anything. No. I just say, ah, okay, ah, praise God. Come on, be going. No individual can be so multi-gifted as to live independently of other believers. It's impossible. The people that tried it, <laughs> their end is not very no matter how gifted any Christian is, anyone is, no individual is, can be so multi-gifted as to live independently of others. We need each other. We are better together. God's favorite house. <laughs> we are better together. Okay. From, from scriptures, it's there. First Corinthians 12, 12 to 26, Romans 12, 3 and 6, 3 to 6. 
Next one, there, there, they are to be used. The gifts are to be used with diligence. Number one, <clears throat> cheerfulness and faithfulness. They are to be used with diligence, cheerfulness, and faithfulness. They are to be used with diligence, cheerfulness, and faithfulness. Diligence, cheerfulness, and faithfulness. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, they are to be used, the next one, in an orderly and fitting way. Paul was saying to the Corinthian church, let all things be done decently and in order. Some people just like doing things upside down, disorder, disorder. The next one there is the possession of a specific gift should never be a cause of pride, boasting, the word there is boasting, individualism or isolation, isolationism. I was going to say just isolation, but I was like, it has to be big grammar now. So, Put easy me there. <laughs> Isolation easy. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that in Romans 12, 3, 1 Corinthians 12, 14 to 26. And finally, finally, the gifts of the Holy Spirit operate through faith. Operate through faith. You know, like the example of a colleague gave, it takes faith. You are going to church, and the Holy Ghost says, Go and talk to a madman. If that doesn't take faith, what, what does <laughs> it takes faith? To it. Then the madman is talking to you. Then he says, Yeah, you to talk back. You don't care what it is. Can't hear what he's saying. Imagine, if you say something wrong with the bad man, what would he do? <laughs> if he breaks your head and come, <laughs> they will ask you, what, what are you looking for? <laughs> you say, the Holy Ghost said to me. It takes faith to operate in the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's, you put yourself out there. If someone is sick, you want to pray for the person, you put yourself out there. God gives you a word, you put yourself out there. It takes faith. Do we have any questions? Okay, one, two, three, four. If you have a question, please put up your hand, I will count it. Um, one, two, three, four, five. One. Praise the Lord. Um, I just want to ask, Pastor, if you see something about people or you hear something and you don't have it directly to go tell them, especially when it's not um, 
harmful to them, maybe something that is going to be beneficial to them, and you choose not to say, um, is there any sin in that? Of course not. If God has not told you to, I mean, yeah, but just pray about it. So it's, it is not. However, just to extend the question a little bit, if it's something that you feel is like a, an information they need, you know, um, the question is, do you have a relationship with the person? If you do, it's easier. If you don't, well, you can do a cold call. But in a community like this, I won't suggest you do a cold call. You do a cold call to someone on the street. If God gives you a word to someone on the street, don't says the Lord, you can do that. In a community like this, there is, um, the, the, the Bible says that in the church of God, which is a pillar of righteousness, there's a way to behave. I would suggest you walk through the system so that there's no confusion. Do you understand? Okay. Thank you. Number two. Yeah. In First in Corinthians 14, Paul talks about let the prophet speak two or three and let the other judge, if anything be revealed to somebody else. So he's talking about speaking in tongues. Then also, I, um, there's the issue about when you're praying in tongues and it says you're, you're praying to God who only understands. Now, this speaking in tongues is referring to here that if somebody has a, a tongue, they shouldn't speak unless there's somebody there to interpret. Is there Correct. a difference between these tongues he's referring to here and the tongues where you're praying and speaking Correct. only to God? Yes, there is. The, the, the tongue that you are praying to God, speaking directly to God, as, is what is called other tongues. This sign, we follow them that believe. In my name, they will speak in other tongues. You know, so it is available to all them that believe. Now, the gift is talking about here is diversities of tongues. Now, in a public meeting, what was happening in the Corinthian church was that someone would just come up, maybe somebody is taking an announcement, he would just be speaking in tongues. We just go and speak in tongues. Speak, feel it's very spiritual. Do you understand? Paul is saying, what, what does that mean? That doesn't help anybody. It doesn't edify the church. If you have a word, if you speak in tongues, let there be two so that as one is speaking, one interprets. If there's no interpreter, keep quiet and sit down. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet, he says. So when I'm, when I'm speaking to a, a, a public gathering, I must speak in the, in the language they understand. If I choose to speak in tongues, of, let there be an interpreter. Just as I've done this teaching, imagine I've done this teaching in, in angelic language. How many people will uh, really understand it? <laughs> Nobody will. Praise the Lord. Are you fine, sir? That's number two. Number three? Yes. Okay. Good evening, sir. Good evening. My question is around um, prophetic, understanding the prophetic um, revelations. And um, why is it that, first of all, understanding some things you see, some, some, how do you grow, you know, in that? And then... In what? 
Understanding revelations. Understanding revelations. Yes. How do you grow in understanding revelations? Okay. And then also, the main question I think is um, how do you, why is it that when you have a revelation or, or you are in an, I don't know what to call it, you, a you, gathering? No, no, not gathering, like a revelation. You're, you're in and the spirit realm. Yes, okay. Maybe. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why is it that sometimes you tend to, it, it feels like the, you, you are the one is happening to, but it's not you. Yes. And then it's, 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 sometimes it's confusing when you come out of it and you're like, but I didn't do this. It's not me. Like, right. how do you understand revelation so that you know that this is not you? Then over time, you may know the person. Right. You may not know. Right. And then, some, some, maybe the, sometimes the following day, the person is sitting next to you. You don't, may not even know the person. Who is. When the person starts talking to you, like, he now relates to what you saw. Right. But how, why is it that you feel it? Even sometimes it's a revelation of somebody, somebody doing something wrong. Right. And you didn't do anything wrong, but you are feeling like you are the one that has done right. this. Can it, can it yeah, okay, you need to understand it. <laughs> so basically, I mean, it's God sharing the burden with you. That, that's just what it is. So it's the Holy Spirit sharing that burden with you. That is how he is feeling. So it's now your call to pray it through and intercede for the person. Yeah. So that's the second question. Sometimes it's physical pain that the person is going through and the Holy Spirit is sharing the burden with you. Um, the first question is, how do you grow in understanding revelation? Well, there's a gift part of it, and there is a um, reason of use part of it. So there's a gift part of it that is just grace. There's a reason of use part of it that the more you exercise it, the more you are intimate with the Holy Spirit, the clearer you become in that realm. Okay, follow-up question. Okay, so um, following up with what Rev. Pastor um, Gide said, okay, in the case Pastor where you do, Pastor Gide, Gide, okay. yes, you, you don't tell the person. So how do you, how are you using it? How do you use it? Like, can you explain? That? I know it's not, some things are just for your information, I know. But some things are for your action, and it's based on the Holy So when you're saying use it, can you explain how do I use it more? That, that I will know that, okay, I'm using it too. <laughs> can I grow? Is it can grow? Because it, it gets okay, so, so let's say that you have a friend, and the friend, your friend says to you, oh, I had this dream or this revelation, and it is so complex. You know, and tells you, then you take it upon yourself and you seek God's face. You go on a seven day dry fast, mm -hmm. no food, no water, to crack that mystery. For my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what do you say? I said for my friend. Really for your friend, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> for your friend. <laughs> and you, you go for seven days, no food, no water, to crack the mystery. Yes. By the time you finish cracking it, you are a different person. Yeah, okay. Do you understand? Yes. Okay, cool. Number next one. Femi, I thought you raised your hand. Okay. 
that than, than him. Give him, give him. It's fine. Okay, anyone that has the mic first. Yeah, go. All right. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Sir. Good evening. Yeah, um, my question is a little bit technical. A little I'll, bit technical. Yes, okay. but I'll um, try to summarize it. In First Corinthians um, twelve eleven. Okay. What I have here is, uh, but all these work at the work at that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Uh-huh. One may argue that that he is uh, the person because it it seems a bit ambiguous there because it, it just says dividing to every man as he will. As and the Holy uh, Spirit. Yes. I'm, I, I, yes. I'm saying it seems a bit ambiguous because it just says he and then some will argue he? some will argue that, that he is, is the um, believer himself if you um, if you see verse 31 okay. it says Paul says but covet earnestly the best gifts and yet show I unto you a more excellent way yeah so some argue that he's saying as you desire it, that's how you have the gifts. And that's oh, no, why no, 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 no. he's telling you to convert okay. the best gifts. Okay, I get you. But you, can you distribute what you don't have? No. You can't now. <laughs> so the first scripture says that he distributes it as he wills. You can't distribute what you don't have. Okay, okay. Come and take a million dollars now. Come, come. <laughs> come, Femi, let me just give you. <laughs> By faith, just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it in my pocket. <laughs> I have it in my heavenly account. <laughs> so, so he, the distribution is, the he there is the Lord. The seeking, the he there is the man. So what you can do that can make it clearer, if you check different translations, some even says the spirit distributed as he wills. So it's clear, the he there. Thank you. Thanks so much, sir. You're welcome. Yes. Good evening, sir. Evening. My question is, um, at what point are these gifts deposited upon an individual? Is it um, before you get saved or after you get saved or during the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Or you were just born with it? I don't know. That is a very good question. (laughs) But the answer is actually very straightforward. The gifts of the Holy Spirit is distributed anytime from salvation forward. So, it could be at the point of salvation. Some people get gifts, begin to speak in tongues at salvation. It could be baptism of the Holy Spirit. It could be after baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, the several abilities and the the different delivery channels, some people can have that. It will not be categorized as a gift before salvation. Some people are just spiritually active before they are saved. They are just sensitive. Before, when they get saved and they surrender it to God, they catch fire. Just like that. Some people dream dreams before they are saved. Do you understand? So, but it cannot categorically be the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is an enablement from heaven that God probably gives them. If it is the neutral one, but 
it can be a channel through which the Holy Spirit delivers his gift when a person gets saved. Are you clear, sir? At what, I mean, um, the manifestation. Right. Uh, at what point can it really manifest? Because it can be there without manifesting. It can so, manifest anytime after the person gives his life to Jesus. That's what I'm saying. At any time from salvation. Right. Thank you, sir. Hi, good evening, sir. Yeah. I have two questions. First okay. is, um, you said the gift of the Holy Spirit are meant to be used in orderly. You know, if you find in a position where um, maybe you have a gift, yes, but you, you're not using it properly, or you see someone that has a gift, but it's not using it properly, those kind of people, how do you bring them to order, you know, to put them through in the way, okay, this is how you have to do it, this is how you have to do it. You um, said, how does it benefit the individual if you have a word of, I think, knowledge? You know, you gave, for instance, you gave an example that uh, in the past, when you were in church, you usually um, see, um, maybe hear or see your pastor's message before the Right. So how does it help the individual? You see, okay, what happened next? Okay. Um, the first question first. So that's why we have leaders. That's why we have leaders in, in, in a community like, of faith like this. So if somebody's behaving in a disorderly way, that's why you have leaders to mentor them, to realign them. And it's fine. It's bound to happen. So are you fine with that? Secondly, um, God chooses to do what he wants to do. So, okay, the example you gave, my example, back then, in Bagada, I used to be in a church in Bagada, and, and the, the pastor, before he comes up to preach, the, so Sunday night, Saturday morning, my time with the Lord, I actually download all these messages. Not by, I didn't choose to, I wasn't praying. I didn't say, oh God, show me Pastor Samuel. Show me Pastor Samuel. Of course not. I'll just be with the Lord and brrrm. He'll just tell me. And I'll get to church and he's talking. I know, okay, I'm going to say this. Okay, uh, that's the next thing. It's not my knowledge of scripture. It was his own points. Then, after a while, we were in a, a, some Bagada's um, school like that and we were using a, a tent, a canopy. So, it's, it, it's sometimes it gets very hot. And people are sweating, you know. And the pastor is a wise man. He wants to cut his salmon short so that people will not <laughs> faint in church. So we cut his salmon. So when he cuts his salmon, obviously because I've seen the full thing, I will now be angry. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? That happened a few times. God stopped telling me. Till today, until I left, I didn't, I didn't receive shishi. Not, you know. So again, God was like, what's wrong with you? What's your business? <laughs> Do you understand? It's not my business. I'm, it's a privilege that you get to know it. So he just took it away. So that it doesn't cause problem for me. So, why did you reveal them in the first place? There are certain things you just tell people because they are your friends. Do you understand? 
If you have fellowship with God to a certain level, there are certain things you will feel obliged to tell you. You just, let me, let me just tell, you know. And he will. And the fact that he has told you doesn't mean you now go, ah, <laughs> we, we, we are the resident uh, authorities when it comes to revelation. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Okay. I hope that helps you. Yeah, so okay. what if you, of course, you, you say something like that and you just, okay, it's interesting and you just decide to just gist about one. Okay, this is what I saw and you of course. You published a bulletin a day before. No, just, just a normal talk. <laughs> Tomorrow's salmon, fresh. <laughs> Again, God didn't give you so that you can, you, can, you can gist about it or take pride in it or take the glory of it. In, in my own case, in retrospect, so I, I didn't understand there and then. I didn't understand. But looking back in retrospect, it was just a privileged information. Okay, let me just tell him this is what someone's going to be like. Do you understand? Yeah. When God came to Abraham, I was going to say, ah, can I do this thing without telling Abraham? Seems that he's going to be a great man. And he told Abraham. And Abraham had that conversation with God. Why did Abraham in the morning send emissaries to, to Lot? Most people will say, oh, I can't sleep at night. Ah, trouble is going to happen in my cousin's place. Oh, yeah, you take five nara. Take Okada. Go and tell him. Has God sent you? Do you understand? It's not your business. Leave it. hard, eh? <laughs> It's actually very simple. Abraham could have sent, he has messengers now to quickly go and tell Lot, this is how you should behave. They are coming. He's done his bit. He's left it to God. Number, there was one more person. Okay. Uh, was it, was there one more person? We finished it. Okay, it was you. Okay, yes. Give her. Then maybe we just take one extra one and, and we are done. Yeah, thank you. Okay, my question is, um, I have one question and follow-up question. Is, is it possible to have a gift and manifest it just once and then it never happens? Is it because you didn't grow it or um, it was just meant for that instance? It's like, possible. It's possible. Either way, it's possible. So you need to be sure what is happening to you. Either way, it's possible. Sometimes it's for that instance. Sometimes it's because you've neglected it. So you need to check what is it. Yeah. Second question. Follow-up okay. question. The follow-up question is, um, I understand what Sumba was saying about growing your revelation gift because if you have a gift and, uh, and you're not using it well, it's like having a sword and it's blunt. So um, my question is, how do, you, how do you grow that revelation um, gift? Because some years back, I used to have this um, funny revelation like someone dies and usually it was my father's face. So when I'll call home and he's like, I'm fine. And then two days later or the same day, somebody will actually die. And then I, it's only in retrospect that I now realize the other details in the revelation that pointed to the person that was going to die. But at the same time, I couldn't really pray for, okay, Lord, protect this person. Because Why couldn't you pray? I was just thinking, oh, protect my dad. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> Not really, but because I didn't understand who it was at the time. time. Oh, yes, okay, um, okay, okay. Well, just 
if I were you, I would pray that let it not be only death that I will be seeing. <laughs> I mean, something, I want to check if something is wrong with that. I mean, if I were you, I mean, I want to check. Why, why not uh, birth? Why not celebration? You know, why don't I see marriages? Why don't I see abundance? Do you understand? Yes, I see that too. Oh, you do? Okay, yes, okay, okay. Cool. So, <clears throat> so you, you, you pray accordingly then. So now you know. Mm, cool. Thank you. Um, so we take that and we are done. Um, sir, about yeah. the prophecy gift. Yeah. Now, the diversions of the prophecy gift. You mentioned something about foretelling. So I would like if you would throw more light on the prophecy gift. Okay. So do you understand the foretelling, which is like preaching? No, sir. That's just like preaching. That's the foretelling. It's like proclamation of, of God's truth. Then the foretelling is, is like foretelling what's going to happen in the future. You know? It's like, um, I know there's a lot going on in this part of the world that every, every pastor wants to have a word for the year. And everybody comes up with all sorts of strange prophecies. You know? But the ones that are legit, that's an example of a prophecy. Do you understand? That this is going to happen it hasn't happened yet, and it will happen. So that's an example of, of a prophecy. God, they are, they are um, I've shared prophecies that my grandmother spoke over me when I was a little boy. She said, all these things I'm doing today, she told me it was going to happen. Yeah. So, that's a prophecy. You know, um, Paul was saying to Timothy that there's some prophetic word has been spoken over you. Stay it up. Stay the gift and wage a good warfare with it. Thank you. Um, yeah. Sorry, sir. About the foretelling. Yeah. I have the confirmation of having the gift. On several occasions, it has happened. Okay. And, um, for example, there was the one before the possession and of so the And so you're a prophetess now. So what are we talking about? Well, we don't need to prove it. We believe. Okay? You don't need to prove it. Don't give us example. It's, you're fine. And, listen, there are prophetesses here, and there are prophets here also. So the reason why I'm asking is when you okay. have when because um, when you have a revelation about something that will happen in the future, okay, and it's something that has to do with a corporate body, okay, and you've had it several times, okay, do you just keep it to yourself or you have to say you it? have to say it if you, if it is if it's about Nigeria you need to look for Buhari. Since <laughs> uh, you have to say it, it's corporate body. <laughs> You look for Buhari and you tell him. <laughs> I hope you get the message. Okay. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Okay. Since there are no questions. Okay. One more. We take one. Just, just go straight to the question at the back. Just at the back there. The guy standing. Just one question. Yes. And... and your, Praise the Lord. Your friend. Hallelujah. I said, the question is this. What are our people that God gave them the gift and then they are using it for Davido, Pasuma, 
and all these things, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase it. God gives them the gifts and they are commercializing it. Exactly. Yeah. So they, does, does he take it from them? No, he doesn't. Okay. We, we wish he would, but he doesn't. So at the end of the day, what's the punishment for that? They will give accounts. Okay. Uh, Praise the Lord. I mean, Alexia, before you ask that question, there are, there, are, there, are, there are people in this church that they came from a church where if you want to see the man of God, I just have a first collects prophet offering from everybody waiting. You know, and if your prophet offering is not uh, your appointment is next week. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, she will have collected that prophet offering. I'm like, what? I said, people do that. The man said, yes. Ah, God have mercy. You. Yeah. Um, my question <laughs> is um, about faith, which is power right. gift. Yeah. So you said something that um, the faith gift is. Um, for evangelists and people that are sent out? Uh, no, I said evangelists. I just gave that as an example of people that operate in those gifts. Okay. I'm not saying it's only for them. No. Okay. okay. So is it possible for you to have gifts of, like, faith? You have faith as a gift, but you are not um, an outside kind of person. Because what, example, what I'm trying to say is uh, you have faith as a gift. You can believe on God for something, but when it comes to, you're not that kind of person that goes out to evangelize, but when it comes for time for prayer, you have this large amount of um, yeah, faith. Yeah. And, and you direct that. it towards that, and you see it happen in real life. Sure. Praise God. Um, Are you fine? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Ah. Okay, final, final, final. Keep the hands up. If you have any question, send me an email on um, femi.moneya.jfhlive.tv. Yeah. Just a comment about okay. the gentleman that says he didn't know why things were being revealed. Okay. I think sometimes God stirs us up to enable us to know that he wants to do something. So, for example, Samuel would hear a voice, didn't understand. Right. And he took the guidance of somebody more mature right. to say to him that when you hear... This that is culture. what you say. This is what you do. Absolutely. So that the young man who asked the question maybe needs to find a leader or someone to mentor sure. him so that he will understand what is happening. Absolutely. 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 And absolutely. Um, okay. So <clears throat> commit. So let's all sit together today. I commit to opening myself up to the miraculous power of God. And to using all the gifts the Holy Spirit has deposited in me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's just turn it to a prayer. Let's burn our hearts and burn our heads. And let's just talk to God about that. And you may be here and you, you know, you are not saved. The beginning of the oppression of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in you legitimately starts at salvation. You are saying, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Or I used to be born again. But I still in. I want to come back to Jesus. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you. Should I come forward? No, you don't need to come forward. Wherever you are seated, my sister, my brother, put up your hand over your head. I will know you are there. I will pray together. If I put up your hand, put up your hand well <laughs> over your head. I will we'll pray together. If you are online, the instructions are scrolling on, on what to do. 
let's, let's talk to God. Father in heaven, we, we come before you, Lord. We open ourselves up to the miraculous power of you, our living Father. Give us the grace to use our gifts to the praise and glory of your name. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's pronounce together for the Lord Jesus for his word and counsel. Amen. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. Because I'm a